0: Today on Analog Out, we've got a Nintendo flip-flop. First they're replacing Switches, then they're not. Apex Legends developer uh, calls fans asshats on Reddit. I've got a Tetsumo Party review for the Nintendo Switch, and we've got protesters calling for the boycott of the new Disney Mulan live-action movie. we got some spicy topics today. Check it out. Welcome back, everybody! Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Analog Out. My name's Pat, and I'm here with my good friend Neil. He's st- standing in today for Bowman. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. Glad to meet all you guys.
0: Bowman is still in Japan, where he will remain for the next year or two, at least. So, uh, it's going to be tougher for us to find to to get together every week. So, I'm 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 having guests on whenever I can. And uh, my my good pal Neil here has agreed to to do so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we've known each other for about man since high school,
0: two thousand five. Oh, so, most fifteen years now. Yep. So a very
1: good friend. I've yep. earned the title.
0: All right, so we got some interesting topics today. Uh, first off, I'd like to. This was a weird one. Um, I don't know if you heard about this at all, but Nintendo. Was it was uh, not rumored. It was pretty much reported all across the uh, the internet that um, if you, well, first off, have you are you familiar with the fact that they're releasing like a new Nintendo Switch with like a better battery? Yes,
1: completely aware.
0: Right. So uh, they they came out and a, a lot of places started to report that they were going to Nintendo was going to replace except, like, replacements or, or swap-outs for everyone who bought a Switch after July 17th and give them one with the new battery in it.
1: That, timeout. that already sounds like too good to be true scenario. It
0: absolutely does, because normally when companies, uh, like, announce a new model like that, they're just like, "Up, oh, too bad. You suck. So... Um,
1: yeah, that goes back to the uh, PlayStation Slim. And- oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Or well, the the biggest one that I always remember, and this is one another time with Nintendo is when they raised the or they lowered the price of the 3ds. They actually gave people free games and stuff as an apology because uh, because of how quickly it happened and how big the price drop was.
1: And that's always like a good benefit to have them Nintendo look after you.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it, it creates good. Uh, good, goodwill towards the company. But so anyway, so they started reporting that, um, Nintendo was going to replace consoles for, uh, anyone who bought a switch after July 17th, didn't get the new battery switch. And then today I woke up to a report that they were like, nah, man, I, we're not doing that. I don't know where that came from. Uh, we where, absolutely are not. My
1: first question is, where did that start?
0: Yeah, I you know I think it was an internal memo or something, and I guess it was just faked. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, they came out today unequivocally and were like, "Yeah, we're not we're not doing that," uh, which makes sense. See, so this was uh, this was literally like on Nintendo Life. It was on IGN. It was on Engadget. And they were like, if you recently bought a Switch, Nintendo will replace it with a revised model for free. No. So today, or last night rather... uh,
1: Well, in Nintendo's defense, it's not like you got a defective model.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Like your Switch is working in the capacity you bought it for.
0: Yeah. uh, so, So Nintendo came out and said, we don't have a Nintendo Switch exchange program. So I guess, I don't know exactly... Where that rumor started, I guess it was a fake memo that was leaked, but that's pretty funny. Um, all these companies now kind of have egg on their face because they yeah. report... This is the, And this is the 24-hour news cycle, is they get things and they don't fact-check them and they just run out and they report on them.
1: Well, you know what the good part about it is? If Nintendo Switch sales have not been great, Nintendo would totally play that up. Sure. Yeah. But I get, like, if it was for the Wii with the Wii U... Oh, free upgrade, that would make sense to me because right. it was like basically the same console with the, like a mobile controller. Oh but the Wii U. From what I hear from the Switch and the amount of people who own it compared to the Wii U or the Wii console, I I doubt Nintendo's doing better. Oh no, right
0: they're now. they're cooking right now and uh the Wii or the Switch is going to be Switch is on track to be their best-selling console of all time. Uh the Wii was before this, but the Switch has already sold 30 million, 40 million units in By two years. By the
1: way, I'm just going to mention, I played Fortnite on a kid's Switch for the first time. Like, this is the first time I held the handheld Switch. Uh-huh. Like, I've played the Switch, uh, des- like, what do you want to call it? Desktop console right. or big screen. Many of times. But you know what I found when I had played the Switch? Was the controllers, and the feel of it mobile was very awkward.
0: Yeah, well, you have big hands, and uh, it's not... These these controls are not meant for for I, I don't think adult male hands. Uh, I will play the Switch portably, like given the options. Um, if I'm out and about or on a road trip or whatever, and the option is play Breath of the Wild portably or don't, I'll play it. But I, you know, there's they've done studies and uh, like there's a large, a really large portion of people. Who only play it portably, who don't ever play it on the TV. And I'm the opposite of that. What
1: country? <laughs>
0: um, everywhere. America. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it is, a, that is a good question to ask though, because in Japan, they're way more obsessed with their portables.
1: Exactly. I heard mobile app games. Right. Like making more money in Japan. Well,
0: and also, they don't um, have the space that we do. So, not everybody has like, a seventy-inch TV in their house. You know, it's not common to have like a big entertainment my center. God. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I fall in the opposite category. of That I play my Switch portably, maybe two to five percent of the time, and play it on the TV the other ninety-five percent of the time.
1: So I heard the Switch release like a mobile-only version.
0: Yeah, it's the switch light. We uh, talked about that a few episodes ago. It was, uh, it's like two hundred dollars, and it has no option to connect it to the TV or anything.
1: Okay, can I have the opposite version of that, where I only get to connect to the TV? Because that's, that's actually that's
0: all what, I want. Yeah, that's actually what people are hoping for. Is that we we want a pro model that does like. 4k or whatever and uh it's just a little no bit rumors, more powerful no talks. there are rumors there are rumors that, that that there will be a uh a more powerful one
1: well you have to think about nintendo launches Switch in an awkward time because like they're competing against console generations they're not graphically capable to compete against right and now the next gen is getting ready to launch so how is nintendo gonna compensate for that without releasing a pro switch edition
0: yeah That's a great question. I don't think... uh, I think that as long as... Here's the deal. I think that as long as they're going to be selling a bunch of uh, units, there's no reason for them to upgrade it. As soon as the sales start to peter off, then you release a newer model, and then everyone gets out and buys one. Uh, With the the Switch, I said when they first announced it and, and said what it was, I always said... I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being like a smartphone where every 2 years or a year they upgrade it and it still plays all the same games but like your smartphone, you know how like after like 5 iterations like 5 years it's like okay that game that just came out that doesn't work on the iPhone 4 anymore. It only works on, you know, the ones well, moving forward. So it's like they they tried that
1: with Mario Run. If yeah. If Nintendo can incorporate their switch to be a mobile phone, think about it. Nintendo OS.
0: I don't know. I don't think that that's really uh, what the target audience is. I, I think everyone has a phone, so you're you definitely not going to go after the phone the phone uh, demographics, because, for instance, like any time that any companies tried to compete with uh, Android or Apple, it hasn't ended well for them. It's well,
1: so, what market? It's a question.
0: You I mean they they don't need to go after any other market cuz they've already got it down. It's the fastest selling console I think of all time. So
1: A the PS2?
0: Yeah, I, I think I know it's the fastest selling uh, Nintendo console definitely. I don't I I don't, I don't know exactly if it's the fastest selling ever, but this is their most popular console is in this in this span of time. So I don't think that they necessarily need to start targeting other demographics or change up what they're doing. What they're doing is perfect. And even as someone who who doesn't play it portably, I will buy games on there just in that 5% chance that I might go out and play it portably.
1: Well, according to IGN... The Nintendo Switch has not outsold the PlayStation 2, okay. so it is still...
0: That's not a bad bar to, to be set that, though, is that well, we've, we've outsold everyone but the PS2.
1: PS2, it's all about great timing as well. You have to consider that. At the time the PS2 launched, there was nothing to compete. The Xbox did not come out till Come later. on, man. What
0: about the Dreamcast?
1: R.I.P. R.I.P. Dreamcast. I'm pouring one out for the Dreamcast right now. The only thing, in my opinion, the Dreamcast had going for it was Marvel vs. Capcom 2.
0: There was a lot of great games for the Dreamcast. but
1: Given, but that's what hacking gets you, people. That's what hacking. Speaking of which, I heard the new versions of Nintendo um, Switches. With the extended battery life, would not be susceptible to the homebrew hacking.
0: Yeah, so they fixed that a while ago. Um, the original, the original Nintendo Switch that they did uh, had like a hardware malfunction where if you you could short it out by pressing uh, a certain pin on the Joy-Con connector with like a paperclip or whatever, and uh, that would. And that would short the system out and put it into like debug mode, and then you could load custom OS and stuff on there. But it was a hardware thing, and that was one of the biggest problems: is that they couldn't even patch it. They could release new patches, and there was nothing they could do about this. Uh, so, so about a year or so ago, they started releasing. Uh, they they changed the hardware, so it doesn't have that anymore. So only like the original first gen models of the Switch that are, so, should, that are first launched. So uh, for anybody
1: listening. If you want a limited free games, the old Switch is way more valuable to you than the new
0: Switch. Just a disclaimer: Analog Out Podcast does not uh, does not condone pirating software.
1: Yeah, definitely doesn't. But we will advise you.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if it's something you're interested in, obviously, uh, I think it, there's going to be a market later on for Nintendo Switches that are I, their early models. I know this model. sounds
1: like semantics, but. And we say, we don't recommend doing this, but here's how you do it. Step one, step two, step three.
0: I didn't kill her, but if I did, this is how, <laughs> how I do it. Do it.
1: <laughs> Listen here, OJ.
0: Um, So, yeah, it's uh, there's going to be a market for sure for uh, for um, old switches that you can hack. I, I have an original model switch, but I am not interested in hacking it because I like... I I buy my game. So
1: would you be disappointed if you were banned from the Nintendo Store?
0: Uh, not the Nintendo Store, but the Nintendo Online. I would be disappointed because I like to play Smash Brothers uh, I, online. I think they're incorporated in the same. Yeah. Same field. So. Um. All right. Moving on. I got uh. I got more for us to talk about here. By
1: the way, I love Smash Brothers. Just throwing that out there.
0: Yeah, you're horrible at it, but. Uh actually
1: I thought I was until I played other people. I'm just not good against Pat, but I'm working on it, ladies and gentlemen.
0: He's the next get...
1: podcast you will hear the ass whooping of a lifetime.
0: He's he's got a, he's got a lot of uh determination. I'll give him that. But we've played at least two to three hundred matches and he's one zero.
1: If anime has taught us anything, determination's all that matters.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> Alright, so this is a good one. Uh, Apex Legends is in some hot water here. Uh, again. Yeah. So already uh there was a lot of controversy. Not controversy, but like people were annoyed at E three when um they uh they their E three presentation was essentially just a bunch of like skins and loot boxes and shit. You know, all the stuff that everyone hates. So Whoa whoa, whoa, whoa timeout because like from a fan of
1: coming from metal gear solid where they had ruin metal gear solid 5 with microtransactions there's a difference in even every game if you're only doing skins i don't care but if right. you're getting a better gun than me and we're playing a game then
0: i have a problem because sure you- i i don't but i just think the issue was that people wanted some new content and their new content was we've got new loot boxes and everybody hates loot boxes. And is that a buying time? I
1: don't know. So okay, you say everybody, but those Overwatch people—they love their loot boxes, man. I like honestly, yeah. They're the—they're a way different crowd. They—they're a believer in Blizzard and all that Blizzard does. But it is gambling, essentially.
0: So, so basically, they had a special event. And uh, there was this, ex- as there's this new and expensive legendary skins, like incredibly expensive, and uh, people were complaining about it on Reddit. So there was a thread, and uh, the developers apologized for it, and they had a su- they had on their subreddit they had a like a thread going where the developers were interacting with the fans, and they were asking questions and stuff. So uh, one of the developers he was uh explaining them and explaining the situation and eventually it devolved into
1: you got some explaining people, to
0: do people well yeah so people were people were complaining and they were still they were criticizing them and he kind of lost it uh he called all he called the fans and thread asshats and uh at one point he said uh he called another guy a dick and this is, uh, this, this is essentially the, the, and then another develop, uh, another member of the development team got on the, uh, the actual, the community manager, uh, Jay, Jay Frechette, he got, he got on and, um, started to argue with people as well over the, uh, over the, the trolls. And, uh, basically now the entire thing has turned into a shit show. Obviously the, uh, topic on Reddit is trending. It's a really bad look because Apex Legends was not in a good place already, which is probably why they didn't have anything to show at E three is because it's it it was popular for like two or three weeks when it first came out. Yeah,
1: it was like the only alternative to Fortnite.
0: Right. And then people and then it almost immediately fell off. And Well So they haven't been doing great and to go on to Reddit and start name-calling your fans and stuff. Never a good look.
1: That's a sign of a sinking ship.
0: Oh, like, yeah, for sure.
1: Not only do these developers are probably don't have the best social skills, and... <laughs> Are probably highly prone to criticism on the internet, which is kind of ridiculous. Developers and people uh, may, whether it's creating podcasts or YouTube shows, uh, when people disagree with you or make fun of you, you're like violent because it's a small pocket of people. I'm pretty sure you're upsetting by trying to counter those small pocket of people. You're upsetting your majority base.
0: Right? Well, when you're in a when you're in a public the public eye and. You're providing service or a product. Yeah, but again, you just, just you keep your mouth shut. You let people get riled up. You ignore them. You don't. You don't respond to directly to criticism online, especially not with uh, insults.
1: I go back to the latter. They, well, actually, it's not the latter, but I digress. They have no social skills.
0: I mean, clearly not. It, it, they. I don't know why they chose these two jackals to uh, respond to people on Reddit.
1: That was probably the crim the crop. That's how <laughs> sad this shit is.
0: Yeah. So just another black mark for EA because EA owns this. this oh my god. Yeah. EA owns respawn. They own the. Uh, they own the develop, development team that's doing this, and and it's just like EA can never catch a break. No, they don't deserve to catch a break. Well,
1: a given. They don't. They really don't. Even at a, as a hardcore gamer as yourself, Pat, uh, I'm outraged by the actions of EA. Yeah, you. If you're listening, EA, not a fan. Of course, they're listening. Uh, I wish they were because I thought if they were listening, they'd change a lot of what they're doing. They're clearly not. They're clearly like, we don't give a fuck. Give me your money. Right. End of story.
0: Well, I remember back in the day, and I have many games in my game room to uh, to defend this, is back in the day, EA used to make some really cool stuff, some really obscure and unique games, and then uh, they just kind of fell into, like, churning out yeah. the same AAA garbage I mean, back crap. back
1: in there, you used to ride a motorcycle. I mean, like, how relevant is that? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, like, it's cool, but EA has been fucking up lately. They've gotten too big for their bridges, um, if that's a good analogy. And I really do feel like they saw, oh, Apex Legends picking up. They probably didn't give a fuck about Apex Legends <laughs> until they saw it picking up. Then they got involved. And you know what These developer's frustration probably came from? Oh, yeah, we could make it better. But EA was like, no. No, we're making the money. newest
0: uh, looter shooter. We got to make the next, we got to make Anthem. Well,
1: you have to look at every developer that's worked under EA. If they've been pushed towards microtransactions well, like and Battlefield 2. Well,
0: really what happens when EA takes you up as a developer is you go out of business.
1: <laughs> Except if you're, uh... oh, fuck. Yeah, that's everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he, they,
0: they buy up companies and then they make them develop garbage and then they go out of business.
1: Uh, like the only thing that comes to mind is Madden, and that's yeah, but sad. Madden, Madden
0: is a, Madden yeah. is developed directly by EA.
1: Yeah, but that's sad. Like if you're like you like Ubisoft, EA. Does um, EA do FIFA as well? Yeah, they do all. Those that's smart
0: really popular games. overseas, not so popular here. But
1: yeah, but they're just copying a format with similar graphics. Well, sure. Yeah, they're
0: not super unique games, so. Alright EA. Just uh you know, keep doing what you're stop doing, I guess. And, uh, up,
1: stop stop putting your hand in my video games.
0: Stop yeah, get my your hand out of the cookie jar. Where are you, Activision? <sighs> man, they're another one. I don't know, they they're just fuck spazzy. EA. Activision, ugh. I know. Uh so I'm not
1: a fan, ladies and gentlemen. I just thought it would be funny. <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh this was this was a little bit of uh this is interesting to me and you because we we all have like political news and this ties into uh media. I don't know if you've heard about this. But first of all, for anyone who doesn't know, uh the last few weeks there have been peaceful protests taking place in Hong Kong. Uh just based on the the they're they're protesting against the authoritarian government there and China. China yes, and um you know trying to get more basic human rights which which is fine they're they're entitled to do that and my, mind you i said peaceful well uh the so for anyone who doesn't know disney is remaking uh a live action mulan because of course they are because why wouldn't they because that's all they do now uh and
1: that always means we can get less sauce wants lost maybe
0: line. that's that's very true so I tried some of that when it came back out. It wasn't very good.
1: I didn't try any of it, but...
0: It just tastes like cheap... Rick from Lick and Morty likes it. It just tastes like cheap, shitty, like sugar teriyaki sauce.
1: What did you expect from McDonald's?
0: Hey, man. I don't know.
1: It's just barbecue sauce with a, a sweeter tang.
0: So, the lead actress... So, it was, you know, it was all... This wasn't really in the news, and it's sad that it took some stupid Disney bullshit to bring it into the public eye, basically. But uh, the lead actress, Chinese actress uh, Liu Yifei, she uh, came out publicly and on Twitter and stuff uh, supporting the police and the government um, in these protests.
1: I have to say, she is not the only one. Jackie Chan
0: Sure. And you know, well, so the reason why this is is because in China, they have a like a social credit policy. So they you cannot come out if you're especially if you're a rich person, if you're a public figure and you live in China, you can't come out and and say anything negative against the government or else you will be impacted. People won't hire you anymore. Well,
1: their biggest reason is the 25 year barter they have with the British saying that Chi- Hong Kong could be independent sure. and will be turned over to the Chinese government and now it has been. right. And honestly Jackie Chan and the star of Mulan is probably saving more lives by saying cooperate with the police. Well because- absolutely
0: that's what they're doing because well so the way that the social credit program works is uh, if you say bad things your credit score goes down in the country people won't hire you you won't qualify for like uh, certain housing and transportation and schools for your kids and things like that so it makes sense publicly why these rich uh, public figures would come out in, in favor of the government because they're basically – they're gaining favor with the Chinese government. They will be treated better, which is whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to get into a debate on Chinese politics, but uh, so essentially Disney – so this is the star, though, of Disney's upcoming movie, and uh, mind you, these people are doing peaceful protesting. And the police are using force against them. They're and they're uh, they've got well they're beating them down. This is
1: this is not only Disney's first conflict with China. Uh, people were wondering in Doctor Strange what happened to Tibetan <laughs> and the Great One. Well, Marvel movies
0: were yeah, released that's in super, China. That's super common for the for movies to be censored when they come out in China, though. But no, this is, they
1: they want that market pull. And you know what? Yeah, but I I am pretty sure Disney condoned her speaking out if not asked.
0: They haven't yet. So, uh, so she tweeted or put on a a, they don't have Twitter in China. So they put she put on some social media page in China that um, I support Hong Kong's police. You can beat me up now, and uh, and.
1: Wait, I'm confused. Is She asking the police to beat her up? No, she's just, like, she's just saying like she's just No, she's
0: saying that the people who are uh, peacefully protesting that she knows that everyone is going to be upset at her, so it's a pro police stance, and um, all the Hong Kong citizens that have been de- de- uh, demonstrating in the streets have been a peaceful protest, but the police have clashed with them multiple times. So, uh, so now people across the internet, there's a new. Uh, Hashtag and movement or whatever where people are saying, telling Disney that they should come out publicly, condemn what she said, and also they're saying that they should, there's hashtag uh, boycott Mulan. Well, They're saying that they should boycott Mulan, and I'm going to be honest, this is not a good look at all for Disney because they're usually, the stars of their movies, the people that, that, like, they're, like, squeaky clean, like...
1: Yeah, like James Gunn, squeaky clean. Yeah,
0: but look how quickly they condemned him because
1: talent for some for some like eight year old tweets for some eight year
0: old tweets. Yeah, but they they
1: hired that motherfucker back in a heartbeat.
0: Right, because they got the opposite response online that this did, where everyone was like, "Fuck you, Disney!" And well, the the response
1: is is isolated to demographic. Unfortunately, I I apologize for all our Chinese listeners, but uh, you're not the focal point of Disney. I, I hate to say that.
0: Well, they are. China's the
1: second biggest market in the world. I know, but what do you think Disney's gonna care about more—the American market or the Chinese?
0: Uh, they're almost equal. They're almost equal now. But so it's hard. You can't pick. It's like trying to pick between your kids. Yeah, they fucked
1: Iron Man. I hate when they put brown people as the enemy versus the Chinese <laughs> original Iron Man. I'm like, do do brown people need more hate? Just for audience listening, I'm pretty brown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh So so the, the the issue now is so so Disney's usually they're their hit lead actors and actresses they're clean people. They don't speak out on 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 crap like this usually. They yeah, because you don't got become that embroiled. Disney, yes, exactly. Right? Uh so it is it's kind of a bad look for for Disney, and now everybody's talking about wanting to uh, boycott but, boycott Milan. And um, speaking of
1: which, i never I heard so much shit about that like Will Smith genie shit, but I've never heard Will Smith comment on that shit
0: at all. I think he just was when he was asked about it, he just laughed. And said yeah, well, I'm being, pretty
1: sure Disney is like, don't say shit.
0: Well, mother. and Will Smith is the consummate professional he's not gonna say he's not gonna say anything out of line he's well he's all about his brand
1: oh given good choice disney that's 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 the kind of people that they hire if you want that kind of results but i'll tell you this in america supporting the police for some reason doesn't fly we come from an nwa nation which uh, literally are topping our charts is fuck the police. Uh, we have Black Lives Matter is going on right now. There's always controversy with authority in America, and it's a lot different than China, where it asks you to be more subservient or face jail time or whatever mm-hmm. you, for your protest. But America's belief is fight the power, range against the machine, man.
0: So neither Disney or uh, the actress has responded yet. Um, you know. I'm curious to see what happens here. I think this will definitely hurt the box office for this movie.
1: I I I don't know. I I want to say I thought the same thing about Captain Marvel and they they fucked the box office for that shit, man. Her like I watched that movie to be honest with you. I didn't care for it much, but I didn't think it was a bad movie, but they destroyed that shit. Oh.
0: Yeah, what Captain Marvel? Yeah. The- uh it was it. It was the poor choices of the actress. Um, she didn't handle. She didn't handle the spotlight well for a company like Disney that needs to be neutral. Whoa,
1: and, whoa, whoa, whoa! She said that shit during Wrinkle of Time. And she's that,
0: but that, that wasn't the. She had many incidents during and after the. Well, marketing Disney knew what that. they were
1: getting into. Kevin Foggy probably pulled her out of the dozens. Like I want
0: this. <laughs> so. Uh, I had another, hold on. I I got another uh, topic about Disney here, but I forgot it. I wish I had just written it down. The Disney Machine. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, speaking of, while we're on the topic of the Disney Machine, we've got a, uh, Ewan McGregor is back as signed back, signed back on as Obi Wan Kenobi. And, uh, it looks like they're going to be doing a live action series for Disney Plus, their new streaming service.
1: All right, I just want to only see one series before I judge the rest. Because like I know Kevin Feige and this is Phase Four.
0: This is not. This is Star Wars, not Marvel. What are you talking about, Kevin Feige?
1: Well, they've been building up Disney Plus. Uh,
0: oh sure, I TV just show. to me, um, Marvel. I don't. I don't compare Marvel and well, Star well it's Wars. all Although to Disney both... Plus. Yeah,
1: it, it is the bulk of what you're going to Disney. If you're fucking going to Disney Plus for anything else, ladies and gentlemen, please send me an email, comment, whatever the case is.
0: <laughs> send us your opinion on uh, on Disney I, Plus. Because at, I don't fucking at, believe you. At podcast at gmail.com. Send me that email about Disney Plus. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, don't fucking believe. Oh, they're going to get subscriptions for sure because yeah. they've got multiple Marvel series coming out and they've got multiple Star Wars series coming out that are going to be streaming on there. Uh well anyway, ignoring Disney, I don't care so much about them, but uh I just wanted to say that um so Obi so so Iwan McGregor is on is back as Obi Wan and honestly he was his portrayal of Obi Wan was easily the best thing about the Star Wars prequels. So Okay uh, There's been a lot of hate for those for those movies and stuff and but I see universally
1: if if you hate what I'm about to say, email Patrick and let him know. I think Star Wars Episode 3 was the best Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> you heard when he had to kill the younglings? He marked the younglings. I played the video game. I know the
0: perils. Oh no. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you guys uh tweet me at a uh, projectpat88 and that, that's where um and all your tell hate me and tell me about tell me about your opinion on on Neil's opinion of episode 3 being the best Star Wars movie. Anyway, oh you just fucked yourself. Anyway, um so so Ewan McGregor's back as Obi-Wan and these movies get a lot of hate the first trilogy, but I've almost universally only ever seen people say positive things about uh Ewan McGregor's uh, role is Obi Wan. Oh I agree, no, legit. I agree he with that. Is I'd love Obi Wan. Yes, I'd love to see him back as, in a prequel.
1: Who plays type. Palpatine?
0: Oh, uh, uh, Ian McDermott.
1: That motherfucker is Palpatine.
0: Oh yeah, I mean he's he's phenomenal. He's always the best part of, of every scene he's in. He's he's great. I'm uh, happy that he's coming back for Episode Nine.
1: Yes, so. I, I I want to see the immortality.
0: But uh, yeah, so. I, this is something I'm personally excited for. Uh, just I, I don't know if you keep up too much with Star Wars. Watch all the the shows. Well, I
1: honestly feel like Star Wars is more interesting to talk about than ever watch. I really do. I I watch Star Wars movies for great lightsaber battles and have been disappointed up to
0: Episode Three. See, so like, you're so you're essentially um, the reason why uh, Star in, in my opinion why Star Wars is trash now.
1: No. Because if it was my reason, you would have seen a shitload of lightsaber battles and
0: shit. Yeah, it is just shit I, for I being shit. I don't care about lightsaber battles yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but that so. is not
1: me. I don't know what they're doing with this whole shit, this is long drawn out story. No. I'm nothing, action, yeah. I'm action pack, I want to see some good fights. There has been no good fights in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, we're going to be polar opposites on this one here.
1: Yeah, I just want fights, though. And we that... both have not achieved
0: what we wanted, though. <laughs> so nobody's getting what they want. Exactly. Fair point.
1: Yeah, because I saw that snow fight with. um, What the fuck is the girl's name? Meg? Ray. Ray. Ray and Kylo Ren, because his name's awesome. Meg I Ryan
0: remember. and.
1: Kylo Ren fights Snowden in their army or whatever. Snowden. I... Snow. Uh. I <laughs> Snow- Snowden's here now. He's, He got out. Of, he got
0: out of prison. Well, made it what, to made it to the. But Death when Star. they
1: fought the Imperial Guards, uh-huh. did you see that shit? That shit was whack. They were any their fucking light uh, light weapons were down and shit. Yeah, it was
0: not a good fight.
1: Oh my god! I and you it. criticized Episode Three? How dare it. you, people?
0: Oh, I, I I think that um these new movies are. Absolutely, are worse than the the prequel trilogy, and not not maybe not worse movies. One and two were horrible. No, but but one and two were better Star Wars movies. Maybe these new movies are better films if you watch them on their own, but they're not Star Wars movies. They're they're like they're made they're developed basically in the same tone and, and set up as is the Marvel movies but with a Star Wars coat of paint over it. I
1: feel like Star Wars forgot what it was about. Like, they're just about drawing shit out now. I don't want to see puppies run fucking races and shit (laughs) like that. Why is Finn not a fucking Jedi? Do we have enough Jedis? No. Finn is leading lightsabers, having lightsaber battles, the only person I know to get slashed a couple times at some of them, and live. This motherfucker should be a Jedi.
0: Neil desperately needs his lightsaber battles, Disney. Please, sorry, if you're listening, this man is desperate uh, okay. for lightsaber okay, battles. Okay, tell
1: me. It, you, like They release how many trash movies? If they release one movie straight with lightsaber <laughs> battles, how entertaining would that should be?
0: Uh, It would probably be entertaining for like 10 minutes.
1: Okay, it would be way more entertaining than what any of Star Wars new sequels.
0: Alright, so anyway, keep your eyes peeled for that uh, Obi Wan Kenobi prequel Obi-Wan. show. Uh, Alright, real quick, um, I got a game for review. It was called Tetsumo Party Review. No, well, the game is called Tetsumo Party. This is my review. It's for the Nintendo Switch, it is a party game. And uh, there's not too much to say about this game. There's not a lot to it, actually. Uh, I the, the
1: name says it all.
0: It was, you, you play as a sumo wrestler, and you're standing almost like a DDR style. Like, you stand there, and, the, and like, things come at what, you.
1: What console? Switch, but This is on controller? Nintendo Switch. Uh,
0: so the controller, just, you, you just use the four face buttons. You don't okay. do anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Each face button controls a different limb. So, each limb has, like, a range of movements, and you have, uh, like, so one face button controls the right arm, one face button controls the left arm, right leg, left leg, and what happens is these, uh, like, paper walls, like, Japan style, come towards you, and they have an outline of how they want you to position your character in order to get through the wall without getting hit. So... You'll have a you'll have a wall coming towards you and you'll have like your right arm is up, your left arm is out straight, your one arm is one leg is squatted and the other one's straight and you have to press the buttons to go through the range of motions in order to get through the wall before it hits you. Who the fuck plays this shit? <laughs> so <laughs> Seriously, <like laughs> so it's 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 meant to be played as a party game. Where uh, I played it for the first time with four people the other night.
1: If you are listening, again, email us if you play this
0: game. So that's genuinely it with the game. I thought there was going to be like multiple modes and stuff. That's literally it. That's the one mode that you play, is. And you I'm play versus. I'm so
1: desperate to know how many people. Do we have a Twitter? Can <laughs> you tweet us?
0: So, so, uh, we. So. I was expecting other modes and stuff. When you play ver- when you play multiplayer, you have a uh, two people and it's whoever gets hit. So he's going to you no Whoever gets hit co- four times first dies or whatever. It's like a battle mode.
1: Yay!
0: We, paid- we played four players and uh, when you play four players, you still play 1v1 sumo wrestler, but the uh, two people control t- the limbs separately on the sumo wrestler. So like me and my wife... I controlled the right arm and the right leg and she controlled the left arm and the left leg and then the other two people we played against controlled the the other limbs over there. Did you
1: uh, get an achievement for convincing me to play this game?
0: So, the game was fun for like 10 minutes but unfortunately because of the lack of features and modes... No way! Yeah, that's it, I, it was very short-lived. It, it, was almost, it played a lot like a mobile game.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah. I thought this was going to be
1: the new Breath of the Wild. What the hell?
0: Yeah, uh, I wasn't too... Pleased? I wasn't too impressed with it. Okay. Um, it is only four ninety nine on Steam. I don't know what it costs on the Nintendo eShop. Let me look and see. There's no price listed on the eShop uh, website for it, so I could not figure out... How much it costs on the Nintendo Switch, but uh,
1: if they're charging you more than four ninety nine, it's bullshit. Don't buy.
0: It. I agree. Um, so that's the thing is, I don't know how much it costs, but uh, f- it is. It very much felt like a five dollar game. And if you're looking for something, I would say if you're looking for something quick and easy to play with, like some friends on the couch.
1: Have you ever wished to be a sumo wrestler? In modern day times,
0: <laughs> a dancing sumo wrestler. So a
1: dancing. Um, sumo.
0: if you, uh, if if this is something, if you want like a quick, easy game to play with your friends on the couch that you just pick up and whoa, play whoa, for a few whoa. minutes.
1: Time out! You've never mentioned the dancing part of this game.
0: Well, you're not really dancing, but you're just kind of putting your moving the limbs around and stuff. Oh, it okay. Looks, I th- it looks like you thought dancing. there
1: was like a strip pole feature or some no. shit.
0: I'm like, whoa. so. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for, something I, quick, I'd buy the game. If you're looking for something quick and easy to play with your friends and shit, then um, you know, for five bucks, it might be worth it. It was fun, but it, it's not fun for long. That's what I'll say about it. It's not, you know, it it runs its course after like five ten minutes at a time. It.
1: Not gonna lie, I know you might be shocked by this result. It sounds like it.
0: Yeah. All right, so that's my review of uh, Tetris Party. Da da da. All right, and now we move to the more fun version of the er- section of the podcast. Okay, can is- we
1: have a sound effect that says fun time?
0: Uh, no, but I will add it in post. Um, yeah, so what have you been playing?
1: So because of a uh, Sony flash sale, I bought Spider-Man PS4 for $15, which I would recommend anybody... To purchase right now because it is such a discounted rate. Not only that I bought The Witcher for about like $15 full game. Um I bought Outlast 2 for $7. So I've been play I, I mean, have been playing the, the,
0: the just the, with The Witcher you've got 100 hours of game to play right there.
1: The Witcher has been like I bought this game when it originally came out and I traded it in after about an hour of gameplay. I wasn't really into it.
0: The Witcher Three?
1: Yes. And then I felt like kicking myself after I rebought it and played it. This game is beautiful. It's immersive. The only reason I bought it was because I wanted to have a feel of C D Project Red's game design before Cyberpunk yeah. twenty seven seventy release because there you know, if you haven't read the news is Cyberpunk's all over the gaming news right now. Nah. And I just felt like, all right, you know what? CD Red made this. I've tried this game out. Let me give it a second take. And honestly, out of Spider-Man and all the games I bought, The Witcher 3 has been so immersive. The controls, the combat was
0: great. So is this just now you've played it again for the first time? Yeah, I played it again in
1: 2015 the first time. But you know what? I don't think I gave the game a chance to immerse me. Yeah. and. I was way. I had more time on my hands, and that led me to be a lot more optimistic. I didn't think I would be pulled into the game as much as I was. Let me tell you, I am the hugest comic book fan, probably out of me and Pat. I
0: love freaking comic. <laughs> I'm the books. biggest comic book fan out of me and one other person.
1: Uh, well, I guess your audience doesn't know how big of a comic book fan you are, so I will say I'm a huge comic book fan in
0: general. Yeah, I'm not really anymore. I used to collect them, but...
1: Oh, man, like, alright, so Negative Man, I knew the whole rundown about it. I wanted to buy the variant cover when Martin Lee was released for Spider-Man. I I loved the PS4, suit. I was so into the whole story. But here's where Spider-Man PS4 lost me. And I love you, Asomniac Games.
0: No uh, Toby Maguire.
1: Actually, no. Uh the whole dancing Toby Maguire thing is played out, man. <laughs> stop, stop putting that on spider man. He's never gonna recover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was a combat. Although It, it
0: was... uh, they they definitely misled in the like trailers and stuff. It does not look Oh, the combat, combat isn't is is as
1: atrocious. good as... like they compared it to Arkham uh the Arkham games from Batman. I, I love have, those games. Yeah, right? the the combat was way better in the Arkham games than they were in Spider-Man. Uh, the problem being was, is the shots. Like, every time you get shot, if there's multiple people with guns, there's only so much dodging you can do. And then, like, there's certain people with, like, a crowbar that you have to power hit and charge the button up for. So this happens repeatedly, where I have to charge my button up and get shot by four guys. And you, like, I took this in different variations, but the best way of passing this level is letting the four guys shoot you, take the cold <laughs> bar guy out, and then webbing all the other people. Uh, I haven't checked online as yet. I probably will later on, but that's shit, man. This combat is shit. Like the whole spider sense like coming up to you and you have to hit dodge in the middle of a combat it it feels like there should be more combat features added and integrating the web stuff is horrid like into combat. It's not seamless. It's not like, mo- like I felt like once you get to the characters, you could have like a little uh, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter kind of comboing. Right. But it's always two things, you're always ready to dodge and counter. So you're pressing one button, waiting for something to happen. Your sensors are going off to dodge, counter, hit, strong attack, whatever the case may be. I just, I love the story. I can't stretch that, but I feel to my point, it is the only thing carrying the game. And I like the Infamous series.
0: I, I really, didn't lie; I couldn't get into it. I played like half of the first or second. Second Son,
1: I would love that well, shit. I,
0: I gave it, gave up on it because after one or two games that I didn't like, I'm not going to buy the fucking fourth one.
1: I didn't know. I got I got it free off PlayStation. I got it and I played
0: it. They're fine. I just I'm not. I told you this the other day. I'm not a big open world kind of guy because. I feel like there's just they want you to feel like you can go around and do whatever, but the worlds are always so empty and like hollow and stuff, and and you just I kind of get bored of doing the same like few. Oh, there's a guy robbing someone over there again.
1: Okay, so I totally agree. Spider Man fa- suffers from that, but have you played The Witcher Three?
0: No, I have not, and I just I, I plan on playing it. Shit, is it great? Yeah.
1: You don't run into any of the errors you would think an open world game would have. Like, the graphics are amazing. The story's amazing. Like, this, like right now, people, it is $15. It is a hidden gem if you've never played it. It's definitely it. not a hidden gem.
0: It's very well, it's very well regarded. Well, and, if
1: you've ignored it over time.
0: Yeah, so. no, $15 is a great price to pay. Is it the uh, Game of the Year edition, you, the complete one?
1: Uh yeah, you get the complete okay, yeah. with the two
0: expanders. So I got uh I'm I buy physical games, obviously, as you know, but I got it I picked it up from a game shop for like twelve bucks uh like a year ago. So I'm something it's something that's on my radar, but uh it's kind of a really big game. And uh I've got I actually want to really I wanna play Fire Emblem that just came out and uh probably rather play that right now. If I'm well, gonna play a hundred hour game.
1: Well, honestly it's Ten hours minimum,
0: which are three. Yeah, sure. But the average amount of time to play the game is well. I think well. My uh, one of my friends, uh, Michael Neely. He, I think he put in like two hundred and fifty hours into it. It's
1: like I don't think people are putting in that hours to complete the game. It's to explore the world because it's so immersive. Like I have not seen a game do this as well.
0: Yeah yeah it's definitely i it's something that I'm really uh really interested in so i will I will eventually check out the old Witcher three. It is coming to uh, switch actually pretty soon.
1: oh by God,
0: but it's gonna be really like gimped
1: all right, so we don't have any sponsorship from Nintendo, and probably never will with our language. But goddamn, buy this shit for the Switch, Witcher
0: 3. So Witcher 3, according to t- how long does it take to beat, uh, 50 hours for the main story, 100 hours for the main story plus the extra content, and uh, 172 hours for completionists.
1: I'm addicted. Like, the thing I'm looking forward to after this podcast playing that game.
0: Cool. So uh, for me, I uh, what have I been playing recently? Um, obviously that <laughs> Tetsumo Party. Um, God,
1: did people pay you for that, or is that a paid app? They don't pay me;
0: they just give me the game to check out. Oh, okay. Um, I did. Uh, I have been playing Flint Hook still, which I mentioned on the last podcast. It's Pretty fun. It's like a indie uh, puzzle platformer type deal with like a grappling hook, roguelike. And uh, I've actually been getting into uh, my uh, Game Boy games recently because. They're pretty, they're pretty good to, uh, pretty easy to, like, just pick up and play for a short period of time because they're meant to be played for, you know, short bursts of time. So I played, I've been playing um, Mega Man the Wily, uh, or uh, Mega Man Wily something or another, the first Mega Man game on Game Boy. I uh, played the first Game & Watch collection on Game Boy. I didn't
1: know Game & Watch was an actual game.
0: Yeah, it's a whole, it's a series, it's a uh, handhelds. They're the old... Nintendo game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought they were They're like Tiger Electronic deal, so. Okay. Um, And then this is just a collection. I have
1: Jurassic Park games with them. Yeah, this is just
0: a collection of of those games on a Game Boy cartridge. And then also I've been playing, uh, I played some Castlevania Adventure, which is a fucking terrible game for the Game Boy, and uh, played some DuckTales for the Game Boy, the Game Boy port of DuckTales. They're all pretty fun.
1: I recently purchased a uh, new MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing purchase! Like, if you're not looking for hardcore gaming, you're looking for something business use, like to carry around. Oh my god, this my back isn't broken. Like, I have no more hunch. Like, it's an amazing laptop. But I downloaded Open Emu. Uh-huh. Which is open emulation shortened. Uh-huh. And I've played DS games on there and I recently got into Pokemon Black.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Fuck how does the Pokemon series, throughout the time, carry this much weight? Every fucking thing they produce, game freak. is amazing.
0: They've got a new one coming out for the Switch. It's the first uh Pokemon game on it's like, not console.
1: that let's go EV. no it's the, first, bullshit. it's the first it's my game freak
0: it's the first mainline pokemon game ever to be on a home, who's a developing home console it? game freak okay it's the to... normal pokemon team
1: that's what i fucking want
0: it's a full-blown pokemon game but it's on the tv for the first time yes it comes out uh in november
1: oh my god it is this 720? Like, I would love the Pokemon game with more graphics. That
0: would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a full-blown full uh, Pokemon game.
1: All right, people. Decide whatever Switch you want. Hackable, not short battery life, long. Uh, n- whether it doesn't have the make-believe exchange, you can trade it in. But this is definitely going to be a reason to upgrade your battery life by Nintendo.
0: I guess. I mean, uh, personally, I've always felt like Pokemon, especially as I get older, Pokemon um, games are like baby RPGs for little kids who can't handle more complex why, game mechanics. Why do I have to feel
1: insulted by your response? Like, it is an awesome fucking game.
0: That's fine. I'm, you're you're allowed. You're entitled to that opinion, and I'm not I'm like. But it's just for me. I like better. I like better RPGs.
1: Hey Pat, uh, is there? A Facebook anybody can reach you at to comment on their yeah name? it's uh,
0: analog out at Facebook yeah tell them a picture of the if you
1: game. love Pokemon please go on Facebook and tell Pat fuck you we love Neil
0: all right well on that note uh, wrap this up I want to thank you guys so much for listening please please leave us a five star review on whatever uh, whatever podcast app you use to listen to us we're available on everything. Leave us the five-star review. It helps a ton. Uh, like us on Facebook. Tweet at us at uh, ProjectPat88. And, uh, yeah.
1: On this note, I want to leave you people on. I know condoms suck, but you should use them.
0: Okay. Thank you, Neil. Um, all right. So, yeah. You can get all of our podcasts, uh, reviews, and such on AnalogOutMedia.com. Just, uh Stay alive, guys. Keep listening. We need you to listen, and in order to listen, you have to be alive. So exactly. That's my. That's my so use
1: condoms and Trojan sponsor me because their shits are expensive.
0: That's that's my my message to you as I sign off. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.